to another episode of Dogs Off the Leash. Today is September 24th, Friday, and your University of Georgia Bulldogs are headed to Nashville. Headed to Nashville for a really underwhelming noon kickoff game, but it's football season, so you know I'll take all the football I can get. Georgia's still number two, looking to move on to 4-0, 2-0 in the SEC East in the SEC, but, you know, focus on the SEC East, over a Vandy team. Over a Vandy team that is look looking a little bit different since the last time we've seen Vandy. Now, you go back to last year, being that we're not out of the pandemic and COVID is still super annoying and still affecting our everyday lives. This game was actually delayed last year and then ended up being canceled altogether. And... It was supposed to be senior night, if I am not mistaken. So, I mean, for us as fans, as disappointed as we were, we're not putting in the work that these kids are. We're not practicing, you know, two, three hours every day, all week, preparing for, you know, this game, getting ready, you know, trying to put some film for the draft. So, really, I feel more, I feel worse for the football team that they didn't get to play this game. Also, that it was senior night. So, this is... At least I hope Kirby and them treat it that way. This is an opportunity to get back something that you lost. There's absolutely nothing sexy about this game. So if you don't have some type of motivation, you know, outside of just what's in front of you, this is going to be a pretty boring game. Again, noon kickoff. Vandy has Vandy's been Vandy. They're actually uh, one and two. So you know, we're we're trying to come up. Even if you check the UGA football pages, there's just not a whole lot going on. There's really not too much to talk about with Vandy. So, and you know, before we get into it, I want to go ahead and address some other things because, frankly, this is just not a not the most interesting game. But UGA has been on a tear. Obviously, our season's going well, and not only are the fans enjoying it, but the recruits are noticing. UGA has recently, as recent as yesterday, picked up another recruit and Jonathan Bo Hewley offensive tackle from Fairburn, Georgia. I know I talk about how big Jordan Davis is. This, this kid here, another mountain, great wall of Georgia just keeps adding pieces. Kirby just keeps, keeps on doing it. Now this guy's, uh, a recruit for the class of 2023, 6'7", four-star offensive tackle. Can never have enough offensive tackles. Depth is key. As you can see, we, we've we been hit with the injury bug just like everybody in college football. Um, offensive line, you need depth just as much as anywhere else. Uh, some other news as far as recruiting goes. No commitment, but I'm sure many of you remember because they showed him on TV a thousand times, him and his dad, Cooper Manning, Arch Manning. There are stories and reports that he had a good time at UGA. Imagine that. Athens is one of the best college towns in the country. 
that that's no question. Like Alabama may, you know, have a better pedigree as far as a football team and awards and accolades that come with that. Tuscaloosa is not doing what we're doing over here in Athens, uh, college town wise. Downtown, if you know, you know. I ain't really got to say too much else than that. Athens is a great place to go to school, a great place to visit, a great place to play football and to get an education, hands down. So not surprised that he loved it. Does that mean anything right now? No, he's taking his visits. He's enjoying his time. The only reason that there's hype is because his last name is Manning. Let's be honest. All this unnecessary pressure. It's cool. I mean, if we got a Manning to come to UGA, uh, great. What does it mean? Who knows? But story's coming out. So I figured I'd just go ahead and drop that. Number one QB for the class of 2023. So, uh, you know, came for the South Carolina game. I remember Adonai Mitchell had his touchdown right in front of him. And of course, they're showing Cooper short. Of course, they're showing Arch. So, I mean, cool story. Glad he's visiting. Georgia is a recruiting force to be reckoned with, plain and simple. I think that's as much as you can take away from that. But going back to Vandy, this is actually going to be UGA's first road game. So this is really going to be an opportunity for Kirby Smart and the dogs to really have a chance to, you know, test our mental fortitude. Can we focus? Can we go into a game that we know that we're going to destroy our opponent? Because, you know, with all due respect, they are not that great. I mean, Vanderbilt lost to East Tennessee State to open their year. And then they lost to a little bit more of a respectful team in Stanford, 41 to 23. But they are one and two. And UJ's opening a bigger favorite than we did at South Carolina. Now, don't get me wrong. South Carolina, I think they're a good team. And we did not play particularly well. Vanderbilt is not as good. Will we Will we have another performance like that? Like Stetson Bennett coming in, you know, when we're up 21, throwing a pick, penalties, not being able to run the ball. I don't want to see none of that at all. Just because we're up, we're a 35-point favorite doesn't mean we shouldn't take this game seriously. And I'll tell you why. It's not about Vanderbilt. Not about Vanderbilt at all. We are getting ready to go into an October that is going to be, I don't want to say make or break. I hate that. It's so overused. But October is really going to show us how serious we are about winning some hardware this year. Do we drop one? Are we comfortable with just going to the SEC championship game? Are we comfortable just getting into the playoffs? How serious is this team? From from what I'm hearing from, you know, reporters interviewing these players, it sounds like this team is is gelling on the field, off the field, and you can kind of feel that something special is brewing. And we've been saying that on the podcast since since week one. If we could get p- past Clemson, this could be a special season. But will we drop that one game that we weren't supposed to drop? That game potential is in October. Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Auburn. In my opinion, Florida has the only case to really be a game, and that's, you know how that game goes. That's always anybody's anybody's game. But all of those other teams are good enough and have seen enough film on UGA to at least have an idea of what they want to do, what they want to try to attack. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's practice, but it needs to be a serious practice. We need to fix us. We need to worry about us and handle business. To be frank, I tried to look up some stats on Vandy. I I wanted to find something 
you know, something for us to focus on, to lean on. To be absolutely blunt, Vanderbilt is not even average at any stat worth mentioning. Offense, defense, special teams, they're not good. They're just not good right now. And again, Vanderbilt's not the school, you know, that's not what they do. That's not that's not what they're known for. But it's even less so this year. And really, you know, gone is uh shoot, what's his name now? I went ahead and did my homework and I Mason. You know, where they had they had pretty stout defense. They caught a slip in, I think it was 2016, uh, with uh Cunningham. Cunningham plays for the Houston Texans now, linebacker, if you remember him. He stopped us on a fourth and one tackling machine. The Texans are trash, but he's a great player. They don't have any of those anymore. Rarely do they really get those. So this Vanderbilt team is not really – they've got some pieces here and there. Again, not even really worth mentioning. So this has got to be about us. Got to be about us. Noon kickoff, absolutely terrible. But if you're a diehard fan or – just a traveling dog, you do, you will get to enjoy Nash Vegas. You know, you don't pregame too hard. You can go out early, enjoy, enjoy Nash Vegas with a dub. <laughs> the fans in Nashville ain't gonna be won't be talking loud. They're gonna have a good time too. They're not tripping over UGA. They know what it is. <laughs> they know we've been coming here. We're not, we we're already looking past them. Again, with all due respect, we're looking past them. We got bigger fish to fry. But let's Let's go and handle business during this game. No more, no less. All right? No more, no less. All right, so yeah. Dogs need to treat this as a tune-up. We've gotten progressively better with our run game. Ah, I just think we're so spoiled as UGA. We're, even when the passing game is going crazy, we I'll run them all. Like, we want to see, we want to see our running backs just eat. I want to see one big run. I think our longest run so far of the year has been 20, 20 yards or less. I want to see a 40-piece, a 50-piece tutty, or one running back go for three, or all of them go for one or two. James Cook has really been just a production monster. Like, if the, if UGA was playing PPR, James Cook is the guy. He'll catch out of the backfield. He'll run between tackles, off tackle. You're not catching him. Your linebacker makes one wrong read or it gets caught, caught flat-footed. It's GG. It's to the house. It's races. It's done. I want to see some of that. I want to see some highlights. I want to see some film. More importantly, I want to see everybody touch the ball. You can never, you can never not expect injuries to happen. But if you spread the ball out and everybody touches it and you use your depth, you decrease the chance of injuries happening significantly. And that's what we need to do. Let JT get in there, get his 303. Start rolling quarterbacks. Offensive line, they need to be in the game a little bit longer just to just to work, just to jail because we've had some moving pieces. Defense, defense can stay out there all day. Just eat. Just eat. We're we're deep anyways. Rotate, stay fresh, get your numbers. Let's have this wrapped up by again, early third quarter. No disrespect to Vandy, but we we got business to handle. And and you you not the business we're talking about. You're not the business we talked about. Uh, I wanted to mention because I wasn't I wasn't aware of this before I got ready for the podcast, but I wanted to mention uh, Vandy's new head coach Clark Lee. Similar to Kirby, he is a Vanderbilt alumni. He is a Nashville native, so I just imagine he's going to put a lot of time into this game, 
and have a lot of pride, as he does every game. But when you're on a national stage, even bad teams are going to bring their best. Offensive coordinator is going to pull out everything he got. Defensive coordinator is going to do bring pressure. You know, it, everybody they're going to give everything they got. It's definitely not enough, but they're going to try. So I wanted to shout out just because, again, y'all know how Kirby is. Kirby loves Georgia, even though he's very good about being, you know, even kill like David Pollock on ESPN. Don't get it twisted. These guys love this program. It's, it's They're human. It's hard not to. I expect the same thing from Clark, and I expect him to put his team in the best position that he can to have an opportunity to keep this game close. They're thinking they're going to try to win. I mean, as dumb as it sounds, that's what they're going to try to do, and you got to respect them for that. Um, but a little bit of his background, he was he's a defensive guy. He was linebacker coach, and I'm just hitting the highlights of his career. Don't You can check the Wikipedia if you want. Uh, linebacker coach at Syracuse a few years back. Afterwards, same position at Wake Forest. Then at Notre Dame, which is really where he started getting the shine, he was there as a linebacker coach, and then behind under Mike Eklo. And then when Mike Eklo went to Texas A&M, I believe, to be their defensive coordinator, Clark Lee stepped in as the defensive coordinator under Brian Kelly, a f- I want to say maybe two, three years ago. I probably have that wrong as the defensive coordinator. And then, you know, when you, when you get some shine like that, a good program and your home team has an opening, they pulled a Kirby. They brought him home. And I, I truly, I wish him a lot of success. Vanderbilt's one of those teams. It's like, there's no point in hating them. Academically, they're one of the best, best schools in the nation, definitely in the South. And, you know, they, they used to be a little a little bit balling at basketball. Football is just not their thing. So no disrespect, but, you know, we got bigger things on our mind, and that's all good. Some other things for the dogs. I already mentioned the, ca- the cancellation from last year. So expect maybe a little bit of fire coming from dogs early on. Uh, maybe that means we bury this team. Maybe they have a fighting chance. Who knows? But do we get some injured players back? Will we see Darnell Washington? Will we see Tyke, who we haven't seen yet? Do we need him? You know, maybe you just hold on to that and just have them ready for October. Yeah, I cannot stress enough. October is going to be fun. October is going to be four weeks of four good teams trying to ruin our season. And it's going to be four weeks of our defense ruining their offensive line and every thought that their offensive coordinator has planned. It's going to be great, but we got to play a football game tomorrow, and that's what we're going to do. And uh, many of you probably already seen the hype video. Shout out to UGA's uh, video production team, their media team. Dude, I mean, top, top marks. Got to be one of the best, got to be one of the best media teams in the country because what, what you start to see is other teams other teams professional teams other college teams they've had to step it up that's how good uga is just killing it right now our our social media stuff obviously we all see it but it hits the internet and it just it flies around flies around the internet so hats off to them but the hype video this week is a very simple point win today we as a football team you know don't get too much in that kool-aid we we cannot be concerned with yesterday Clemson was great. 
South Carolina, UAB. That's cool. That's done now. And we can't be worried about next week. October is going to be great, but like our focus cannot be on that. We're not, we're not prepping for them right now. That's, that's next week. Win today. And obviously with football, a lot of the, a lot of the lessons can apply to life too. We get so wrapped up in thinking about our past, worried and being anxious about the future and we lose focus and we, we are disconnected with right now. Not to say you shouldn't prep for the future and remember the, your past, but all you can do is what you got right in front of you. And that's what the dog's going to do in Nashville. My prediction for the game, I think it's going to go a lot like UAB, to be honest. And for that game, I went 50. No, that game was 56 to 7. I'm going to go 59. I know, ugly 59. 59 to 10, dogs on top. And then we'll worry about October. Dog fans, if you're in if you're in Nash Vegas, enjoy it. Please drink responsibly. Thank you always for hopping on the podcast with me and listening to me rant about football. Love you guys. And as always, you know what it is. Off the leash. Sure, you can't do it. I do it for the dogs.